CHP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode. And we are live for the first time in a few weeks, but not really. We were live last week from uh, the temporary Cobra Golf headquarters, and uh, we want to welcome everybody to the Worst Golf Podcast. Everybody wants to be the best. We strive to be the worst. When a bad take is necessary, we're going to be here to share it with you. And we have a lot of bad takes today. I'm your host, JB. And with me is Morgan. She's going to spend most of her time off camera, yet she's keeping me in line with all those buttons. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe to whatever outlet you're watching on. I'm not going to go into the whole pound, the thumbs up button and everything, but make sure you like the video. And when the video ends, leave a comment with your worst take that we had. And like I said, we have a lot of bad takes. Morgan's a little under the weather today, so we weren't going to be we weren't sure she was going to be with us. Uh, what's going on over there? Yeah, I'm not feeling so great. I woke up this morning and it felt like there was sandpaper in my throat and the Hulk was squeezing my head. Uh, the headache is gone, which is good, but the throat is still there. Not as bad as it was, but it's not going away and I expected it to. So I can't blame this one on allergies. So I'm probably not going to talk a whole lot today, but I will be here to try to keep him in line. And don't worry, I still have recipes. And the most important thing, a get off my lawn segment. Yeah, um, you're probably going to have to keep me in line. I have a lot to say. Yeah. Um, the last couple of weeks have been a complete whirlwind. And if I cough into the microphone, it's because of what's transpired the last few weeks. So, Or if I cough into the yeah. microphone now, we're just going to keep spreading germs around this place. Um, so it started off with I went to the dormy club for shaft up with us team amia and while there got covid and found myself stuck on the road in some small town in west virginia and couldn't make our chicago trip to club champion for our golf ball experience and you flew up for that and it went well yeah you had a great time with the guys yeah titles was great and uh you know then you came back and i took off for the morgan cup and we really didn't see each other during all that Mm-mm. And I was negative, so I went up to Mississippi for the Morgan Cup. And uh, congrats to Team Paradise for winning that. For those waiting for the the big announcement, we have that coming up soon. Um, and we have to announce our Puma Pop Top contest winner as well. But uh, after the Morgan Cup, came back here and we're here for, what, 24 hours before we went to California? Pretty much. That's it. And uh, I, I want to recap a little bit about California because I got a couple of questions a lot of the stuff that we went over in California, we can't discuss. No. Uh, we got, I'll call them pre-line for lack of a better phrase, word, uh, on a lot of the new stuff coming in 2023. And that tends to be the way it goes. You meet with the product team. You go over everything. You ask questions. You see, it, it's an open book. And some of them were really, really good. In fact, you normally don't love living through those, but you liked both the Callaway and Cobra ones we went through. Yeah, I actually switch it. I really did. And true story. One time we went to one of those. Oh, this had to have been like, I don't know, eight years ago, maybe. Yeah. And you won't name the company name. No, not at all. But it was like a 200 slide PowerPoint. Presentation. And I think you were with James. You weren't with me. That's right. I was James Miles, yeah. our staff yes, writer. Was he'll with know. You. And I literally counted the ceiling tiles like 15 times over and over and over again because I was so bored. But this one was actually pretty interesting. It was really intriguing. And uh, I enjoyed the aesthetics. I will say that. Yeah, uh, of both, actually. Yes, very much so. Um, one of them is going to blow some minds in a very unique way. But I got a question before the trip. I guess I was on the plane, actually, when I got the question. And they wanted to know if anybody else was coming out with carbon fiber faces. Okay. You know, the stealth has a carbon fiber face. Yeah. 
so I asked everybody, right? Not are you coming out with one? That I wouldn't talk about that here, but I asked why you didn't, or why you haven't, or why you they're not current, because as most people know, the TaylorMade Stealth came out this last year, and I'll have a little bit on that in the coming up. But the design, as they said in their marketing, had been in the works for over a decade, which is true. Okay. We, you, and I saw and talked about that design with them over a decade ago. Now with them was a different team. Yes. It was T.O., Jose Miraflor, Sean Toulon. Now T.O. and Jose Miraflor are now at Cobra Golf. Correct. Sean Toulon's now at Odyssey and other people there. Um, But face technology has evolved a lot since then. And when we asked one company, it was very straightforward. And they didn't say it to diminish TaylorMade. In fact, the words TaylorMade never came up. They said, it is impossible currently to create the face that we make on the driver with carbon fiber. Our face is more advanced, and it is not possible to do so. With that said, carbon fiber is not faster than titanium, and titanium is not faster than steel. It's a weight play but it's fantastic marketing and I'll get to that in a little bit. So I wanted to add that food for thought. If people were wondering why some or companies did it, Callaway did it in the past with an all uh, carbon fiber driver, TaylorMade's doing it now with the face and why some companies aren't. It has to do with the way the face is designed and it's just not possible, nor is it beneficial for all faces. So that's something to, to consider when you're thinking about it. I also wanted to drop a quick note because you've been working your butt off the last couple of days the Albatross Club, our 2023 Albatross Club opened up. And the Albatross Club is something that we do each year as, I'll call it a donation drive, but it's a little more than that. So we have a club that is set up and the cost is $36. It went up a dollar this year, by by the way. It did. Uh, postage went up for us shipping out prizes to people. Um, so it is set up and we have a ton of benefits, meaning exclusive contests, uh, our THP events, which some are completely all expenses paid, some are not. Um, they come with a small cost, but they're only open to Albatross Club members. But we partnered with St. Jude Research. Um, and we had a way, and I, we've told this story before, so I won't waste a lot of time on it. We had a chance to go back there or go there a few years ago, and it was pretty moving to us. And we want to continue to to do this with money donated and we wanted to have it so people could see the money donated. So we actually purchase bricks now. Yes. And there's gotta be nine or 10 of them now. I, I would think maybe 12. I can't remember how many years we've done the bricks now, but yeah. Yes, but we... So God forbid anybody who's watching has to go there. If you do find our bricks. Yeah. We and... encourage you to go to the, even if you just have an opportunity and hopefully you don't have to go there for the reasons that the facility exists, but you just get to go there to tour it. You can, sorry. I realized I was supposed You're to killing me here. I'm sorry. I'm sick. <laughs> That's going to be my excuse here. Um, you can go to the facility and you can walk the paths and you'll be able to see all the bricks that are donated in different people's names. And you'll see um, from the THP community, large and... bricks. Yes. Large bricks from yes, the THP large community. bricks from the THP community, and it'll have the year on them and everything, and uh, it's pretty cool. But yeah, so the Albatross Club is open now. Please join. It means the world to us. It means the world to them, and we have some amazing things to go along with that, including Fantasy Golf, which is uh, sponsored by Tor Edge, and uh, 
that's actually not done yet for next year, but I, it, we are doing it and it will be done officially. Um, and you've been busy doing all the tags and everything. So yes. I wanted to thank you for that. And I'm going to jump into some questions we got. And I, some of them were good. Some of them I don't, I'm not the person to ask, but the first one was what's the best product category coming in 2023? Ooh, good question. And I can't really say specifically companies or specific products, but I can say category and emphatically I'm going to say driver. Yep. That's what I was going to say too. Yeah. The, this is an amazing year for driver. A couple of companies specifically that pop out that I won't say, but the technology that we saw is really, really different. I'm going to jump in for a second. Not just the technology, but the- by the way, your camera angles all screwed up today. I know. I'll explain why in a second. But yeah, go ahead. yeah. But honestly, it's better that most of this is blocked because I'm a hot mess right now. Um, what was my train of thought? Oh, the excitement. Like the like, listen. When you talk to marketing people, they're always going to have like their marketing spiel and everything. But like genuine, you can tell the excitement about the products. And we are like, fortunate was... that our we're not just talking to marketing people. We no, are no, no, talking no. to product and R and D people too. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying, like, they're still they still have to give their marketing spiel. Like, no matter what, whoever you are, they still have to give it. But you can tell when someone's just like on auto, like just kind of doing it because that's what they're supposed to be doing. And when like there's genuine like excitement yeah, about it, definitely and, agree. And it was palpable. I could, you could feel it. That's yeah. what I was trying to get and at. One company specifically, there was, <laughs> we, we had three product people with us actually at both. We had three multiple product people with us and they were, they were talking about it as if, do you, they, um, do you remember when we launched that other driver and mm -hmm. we were so excited? Well, this one, uh, beats the pants off of it right exactly. and i was just like oh shit uh, sorry um that, that was <laughs> i didn't even yeah, hear it <laughs> yeah that was pretty good so emphatically i'm gonna say drivers there are some other products coming out that we learned about that are definitely worth tuning into but drivers are for what i saw um as good as a, a year as i remember agreed um Second question was, what market share shift was next? And, and I don't know exactly what somebody means by this. I think they mean, where are we going to see a company fall and dip? We've seen a lot of that this year, actually. Um, TaylorMade had taken number one in drivers uh, when, I guess, towards the end of last year. Mm -hmm. And Callaway had just taken them back last month. Yep. They were number one in drivers. Rogue has done extremely well for Callaway. Um I don't know. I think if I was a betting man, and I'm not because <laughs> she's in the room. Um, <laughs> if I was a betting man, I would say the next big thing is, an, is a change in golf ball market share. And I don't mean that from the top or even the top two. Mm -hmm. Titleist and Callaway have a pretty firm grip on those top two. But it gets a little muddy after that with Srixon, Bridgestone, TaylorMade. Um others i think we're going to see callaway continue to push that that envelope a little bit and they're going to move up they're at 20 percent, i think last time i checked um even more but i i think we're going to see some some clarity come to the golf ball segment i also think that one thing we're not going to see is anybody replace foot joint shoes no, no. they are so far and away a leader a market share leader in shoes because frankly you can get them at every golf course you visit. So um, something to consider there. And uh, speaking of shoes, I want to give a shout out to my own article, <laughs> which I rarely do. But uh, where's your pat your bag yeah, emoji, right? <laughs> I, I, I did a story on Royal Albatross 
uh, yesterday that was published. And if you haven't read it, please go read it. It's really a fascinating story on a family, a woman who started this company, her husband's involved now, and they wanted to go back to the way they wanted to get away from the bullshit that exists. God, sorry. (laughs) Um, for some of these shoe companies that are just mass produced and make something that is better, just better. Yeah. Quality. And, and they're transparent about it. They talk about the fact, the family owned factories they use to make them in Italy and Portugal. They talk about the insole they use, which, you know, is the best there is. Um, and that there's a difference. And um, I expected when I started that story that the shoes were going to be four and $500 a pair and finding out that they weren't, that they're, not much more, if more, than a lot of the mainstream shoes was really eye-opening. I'm switching over for a second. Um, I completely agree, first of all, because I, I was surprised that the price was as low. Not shouldn't say as low, but lower than I anticipated it to be. Yeah. Um, but just a nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Their totes are really nice. <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> um, well, why don't you shift that camera back over to you okay. and give us a little get off my lawn. We have two get off my lawn segments, one from her and one from me. Okay. So I had a couple of ideas for get off my lawn because um, I, I guess I'm extra irritable because of this stupid cold. But um, I think I'm going to go with this one because it hits on a lot of marks for me. You ever go to the grocery store? I know almost all my get off my lawn has something to do with the grocery I know. store. You, it's I, you I live eat a lot. There. I you do. Would, yeah. Um, you ever go to the grocery store and you're like, you know, I think I want to get like a bag of almonds or like a you know little canister of mixed nuts. And then you look at the price and it's like $700. Obviously, it's not really that much. But what the hell? Why are why are nuts so expensive? And then this I don't is think the you worst... can say nuts anymore. Oh, I'm saying it. And then the worst part is then you're like, OK, fine. I'm going to give in. I'm going to buy them. And then you go to take a handful and you realize like your tiny little handful is like 14 servings. So there it's like each nut is like seven dollars for like one okay that's not true yes this is how my math is working right now in my head so this is my get off my lawn is that i want there to be more in a serving and i want it to be cheaper there you go um i think it's a pretty fair one before i get oh, to go ahead one more thing and then the other part that added to my get off my lawn is i was at Publix the other day and it said buy one get one free on the blue diamond almonds or whatever or blue diamond right so everybody assumes blue diamond usually they're the almonds. What well, was on everything except almonds and the tiny little print at the very bottom. I was very pissed about that too. Okay, I'm good now. I saw Russ in the comments section say to get off my lawn was going to be about CAD after that <laughs> brilliant forum thread yesterday. Um, <laughs> it's not, but um, that was possibly the weirdest thing I've read. But no, I've read a lot. Um, with that said, we're not even here. This is actually hosted by CAD since it does all the work. Um, but my get off my lawn segment is a, is more of a question to people. And, and I want to hear your thoughts. You can post it in the thread. You can post it right here in the, in the chat. You can post it in the comments afterward. What is it about the price and golf equipment? And what I mean by that is a new piece of golf equipment launches and it's high priced or crazy low priced. And it's really the only thing we see and I have my theories on it. Okay. And I'll get to that. And I'm probably way off base, but um, we don't do that in other walks of life that I know of. If I see somebody, let's say I'm driving a Toyota Camry. Okay. I'm not, but let's say I was. Right. And I have the base model Camry. And another person next to me has that Camry ES or whatever the next model up is. Mm-hmm. I don't 
say like, oh, that's just marketing ripoff. I say like that person wanted those benefits and that made them happy. So they got it. Right. Great. Whatever. You don't say anything for something about golf equipment. Unlike most things that it's always, oh, it's just marketing. And I can't quite figure it out. Maybe it is. Who cares? I have uh, nobody's forced to buy it. And I, but I feel like there's a little bit of a FOMO thing with it. Mm-hmm. And that's why. So I have a little bit of a theory on that. And I think it has to do with a lot of people might not necessarily understand the actual materials used. So they don't know. So, or like, you know, the construction of a club. And so they don't really know that like, yeah, this club has whatever this is. And this is actually really expensive to make, but people don't realize that. Whereas if you're buying a car, people know that seat warmers are more or whatever. I think there's some to that, but what if you learned tomorrow this is true. People are going to, I'm going to send people, I'm going to send people down a rabbit hole that they'd never possibly imagine. Let's blow up the internet. Yeah. What if you learned that your car, almost half the cost of your car was to pay for old pensions and lawsuits. That's absolute fact. It's It's 44% as of last I looked half the cost of your car was for lawsuits and old pension funds. Interesting. The lawsuits don't surprise me. The pension funds do. So it's something to think about now um, when it comes to cost, you're probably right, but it's like it's as if people assume that a golf company is supposed to be nonprofit, and people think that about every company. I, it's I understand that part, but I'll also go a step further. They say it, it, you know, well, the cost of that steel is cheap, or the cost of carbon fiber isn't expensive. Well, yeah, but the thirty-five engineers that created this are not cheap. No. And it does take time and things like that. So I, I'm not ranting on people complaining about price. I'm not. I Listen, I complain about price. all. I think it's in our nature. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what the stereotype says. And stereotypes are there for a reason. Listen, I'm 100% that commercial, whatever, the progressive or whatever it is. Like I go into like large buildings, if I, especially like Disney. We'll walk into Disney. We'll go to a ride or something. I'm like, I wonder how much it costs for electricity here. Like looking around, I'm like, man, their AC bill must be really high. Like you are the person I, from the progressive course. 100% I am. Like going to an arena, I'm like, God, I can't imagine what their electric bill must be. These I'm going like- to rant on one of our commenters right now, and that's Canadan82 right there. What's he the- says, you know what's not cheap is transfusions. I saw that. You're a liar. Transfusions, <laughs> if you go to the Dor- Dormy <laughs> Network Club with us, if you're fortunate enough to go, drink anything but the transfusions, please. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're drinking them out of a can, just know that they are not inexpensive um no, it's no, not a bud light or I, I don't i don't care you can have whatever you'd like um but no so i think fomo it, there is a little bit of that they don't want something to be really good but I, i'm i to me i understand it i do understand sure. it but i'm curious with why golf clubs more than everything else is it because they expect performance to be quantifiable like but miles per gallon aren't no oh, christ volkswagen got caught cheating on that something fierce oh yeah um so I think there's there's a lot of I don't want to spend that. Therefore, it has to be marketing. And and listen, I'm for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also are in a time when everything costs freaking more. I drove through Burger King on one of my drives. Oh, yeah. I got a burger and a chicken sandwich and a small drink, and it was $13.85. Yep. What? Yeah. Like, what? what? For little garbage. It's not garbage. It's Don't, garbage. How dare you? It's how garbage. dare you? Um, Although I'd take a Frosty right now. Oh, I'd, I'd I go would for a Frosty. definitely take a Frosty right run now. Run on out and get us a Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> so? Uh, so I'm going to get to some major news 
now and we still have a long way to go. We could be on this show for a long time today. I might be asleep by the time the show um, is over. So people have been asking for a while about why we do events with certain companies and why we don't. And frankly, we get to choose. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. We get to absolutely choose who we get to do our experiences with. And we choose based on the people and sometimes the products too, but we know their products are going to be good, but we know the people can do it. And if you see a company have a one and done on an event on our site, it's because we didn't think they could. There's some other things that go to that when it's our choice, right. when it's their choice, it usually comes down to, Hey, we gave people a bunch of clubs and those people disappeared, disappeared or didn't review them yeah. or didn't do their thing. And that happened a few years back. We did uh, a Srixon experience and it was out in Las Vegas. Uh, Noel and team put on a show. Everybody got a full bag of clubs. Wonderful, wonderful time. And the whole basically group never made a post after the event. And that was tough to deal with. So I'm going to, without ranting here, I'm going to say, if you get into an event, we love that you guys become friendly. We love that you've made lifelong friends. Do me a favor and at least remember why that happened first and foremost agreed second of all we're proud to announce that we're going to be doing a Srixon experience next year uh it was not easy noel was about 50 50 on it but mm -hmm. she came through and we are going to do something that's crazy over the top and fun it is going to be just off the wall i'm excited yeah i'm really excited. I, I won't comment on their new equipment even though it's like the worst kept secret in the world since it's been released in other areas of the world. Um, to say we're excited about this one is an understatement because the equipment people are going to get is just awesome. So get ready for the details on that. They'll probably come out in the next month, but it's going to be a lot of fun for lucky TH peers. I can say that for sure. Absolutely. Um, I got another Quite a couple questions I wanted to go through. The first one was about social media influencers for brands. And I don't have a lot to say on it. Um, they choose them based obviously on following. Mm -hmm. They choose them based on content they create and so on and so forth. I don't have the answer on do are they profitable or is there a return investment? I have no idea. Are we like, I have no idea. That's not a decision. <laughs> the answer is yes, we are. Yes. That's not a decision we make. So I, I'm not sure I can be of help there. Some of them are pretty good and they're very uh, engaging with their audience and others are complete nonsense with fake followers. <laughs> That's a great question. I, I didn't, I'm not looking at the screen. It says, will there be a test to make sure people can pronounce Rick's on before they can get chosen? You know, I wouldn't want to eliminate JDAX right out of the gate. Uh, he just did a great job at the Morgan Cup and had a blast, and it was great seeing him again. Um, but there is no T in Strixon, so yes, there might be. Um, uh, the other question I got that I wanted to discuss, and this one you may have to rein me in. All okay? right, I'm ready. Got my finger on the trigger here. So I got a question about Ben Hogan Golf. Oh, yeah. And we meaning the two of us, you and I, and Arrow, who's currently in her lap, by the way. Yeah, I don't think you can't see it. No. I took a picture. I might post it in the forum. Um, he's literally sitting in my lap right now. Uh, we broke that story that they closed. Uh, when we broke that story, they then had to send out a press release to all the other media outlets 
some of which acknowledged that we did that. Thank you, Golf Digest. Others didn't. But we knew they closed. And in fact, I knew they closed a month leading up to that because I knew what was going on there. You were on the phone like five times a day. Yeah. Uh, the doors had been locked. Um, everybody had been let go and things like that. And it was sad because I, I liked the people there a lot. Um, but there, there was one thing that stood out that I have since verified. And I've had a lot of people reach out to me about this. And that is before it closed, they were still trying to find funding and they knew it was really not going the way it was going. There are people out there who blame Perry Ellis. That is so far from the truth. Perry Ellis was not involved in closing this, in my opinion, based on what I have in front of me. But there was a person, and I will not call him out, I don't think that's right, who made a decision that despite not having inventory of certain clubs to sell those clubs to fund payroll, which consisted of himself, his son, and some warehouse workers, um, and some other employees. I don't, I don't want to say just you know stealing money. Right, right, right. But those clubs, they knew, were never going to be shipped or delivered. And... I've been struggling with this internally. People keep asking when I'm going to do my story. I've been struggling with this internally for a while on what to say there. I've asked them about it directly. There was no comment, but I know the people that told me that it happened. And since that our article is posted, I've been contacted by at least two dozen people who did buy clubs and never got anything, but asking what to do. And I, I unfortunately don't have an answer for them. I don't know who to contact. Um, the company is closed. Yeah. So the idea of the woe is me leadership at Ben Hogan is just not true. And it, it's a real shame because they had what I thought could have been sustainable. Um, they, in my opinion, made some poor decisions, but that's why they got paid the money they got paid is to make those decisions, not me. Um, Time for your recipe of the week. Something a little more, a little more happy. I'm proud of you. I was waiting to see where you were going. I, go. I was going to go really deep on it, but yeah. I'm going to save it for another episode uh, because there are people who really want to know what happened, mm -hmm. and we have the, I guess you'd say both fortunate and unfortunate aspect of talking to people who were there till the day it closed. Yeah, and know all the insides. We've actually, I have dozens of emails that were sent out that are confidential or work. They weren't. They weren't even listed as confidential. I just view them as confidential. Um, that talk about some of the stuff that was going on and it's batshit crazy. Yeah. But bat yeah. time for your recipe. All right. You know, it's not batshit crazy. Oh my gosh, I curse too. <laughs> this delicious recipe. <laughs> <laughs> that segue is so perfect for this show. Oh my goodness. I feel fantastic, everybody. <laughs> okay. This actually is a really easy recipe. Like all my other recipes because I'm kind of lazy. So it's called one pan ground chicken and Brussels sprouts. First of all, you don't have to use ground chicken. I'm going to jump in real fast because okay. I didn't. I'm not a vegetable eater. This body wasn't built by veggies. <laughs> let's let's be honest. <laughs> but um, I'm not a vegetable eater. And I was always anti Brussels sprout until you've made a couple with like the shaved Brussels sprouts. Uh -huh. And now I I really dig it. Yeah. So and that's what this is. So you, you use shaved. Oh my God shaved brussels sprouts so first of all you don't have to use ground chicken you can use ground turkey you can use ground beef ground bison whatever you want it doesn't make a difference but it's just any kind of ground meat makes it so much easier and then um i'm gonna put the original recipe up too or link to the original recipe but i completely changed the sauce so it was sort of just a 
here's kind of how they did it. And I took that and then changed the sauce because I wanted it to be more of an Asian flavor. So you use a pound of ground chicken or whatever meat, like I said, and then you shave some Brussels sprouts, which you can totally buy in the grocery store already done, or you can do it yourself with either um, a mandolin or just like a food processor, which is what I use because it's super easy that way. But anyhow, it's got like honey, soy sauce, chili paste, um, sesame oil and it's a one pan dish and it's, and it's good. It's so good. And it honestly reheats even better the next day. That's so, true also. Yeah. So I highly <laughs> V golf man. <laughs> when do we talk about cad V golf man? This is, we are cad. Yes. We, we are hosting the cat is hosting the show where we don't have to do anything. No. Don't you know that golf clubs are just designed via cad? There's no need for people like you anymore. <laughs> Um, and a side note with Brussels sprouts, cause it's Brussels sprout season, which is why I wanted to do this recipe. Another great way to make them is to quarter them and then throw them in an air fryer if you have it. And then I have a, you can use this sauce. I have a different sauce, but you can actually use the sauce for this and toss them in that as well. And it's freaking delicious. Like, and you'll post the recipe up on the forum. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. But it's like, like the bowl good. Like it's really, really good. So I saw Michael Verska, V Golf Man, in the chat. If you're not following him on social media, do so. He's a good friend and been a, a resource and top of a good friend for over a decade. And he's posting pictures of his adorable new dog. Yeah, we got to see him also when we were in California briefly. We only yeah. got to spend like 15 minutes with him. But uh, whatever he's not eating, I need to put down because I think V Golf Man's lost like 40 pounds since I seen him. He wasn't a big guy or any. No, but he looks with. fantastic. But he's thin and I don't know how I feel about that. I need to pork him up a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'll get to see him in December. So hopefully uh, uh, I'll get him to eat some carbs once in a while. I know we, we talked about that. So yeah. uh, going back to a couple more THP or questions. Um, somebody asked me an interesting one, which is when our partners come out to the experiences mm -hmm. that we host, is it work? Or entertainment i saw that i thought that was a great question i'm gonna say both yeah. it is work i, I mean v golfman could probably answer it with the best of them he's been to our, a thp event or two although not to the level that we do now and they're fun and they're a great time and they're unlike any golf experience in the world but for a person who works in golf and then has to give a presentation to amateur golfers it's work so traveling away from their families doing so and everything it, it's definitely work with that said I would venture a guess that for some companies, if they didn't like that style of work, they wouldn't do them. But maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You'd have to ask them. And I urge you to ask them if you come to one of our events. Yeah, I think I think it's a mixture of work, like you said. Because really hammering those buttons over there. You're like, wow. Excuse me. At least I pushed it. You should <laughs> That's be happy. True. That you're, is true. You're welcome. So... You really I, nailed it. You really made me lose my train of thought here. My brain's already not functioning at 100%. Work versus entertainment for our partners. Oh, yes. Okay. So like you said, like it is work because like they're putting on a presentation and they're kind of going through like their, their usual stuff. But they still get to go out and play golf. And a lot of times now, yeah. especially with the courses that we're at, you think they can play and, pretty and awesome courses. It perfectly. It, it, it's work. It's fun work, but it's work. Yeah. Um, Canadan said he carried AT at the GOAT. Debatable, but they... they we got a championship ring there. I need to rearrange that so people can see my brilliant Tom Brady goat ring. You're, you really want to talk about Tom no, Brady? No, no, I really so. don't. No, no. no. Um, the next question, uh, you know what? Before we do that, let me announce the winner of the Puma Pop Top. Oh, good idea. Uh, we had a contest on the forum contest. and on Instagram. What? Just a contest. <laughs> 
and on the forum uh, to give away a Puma pop top. And the winner is Chasing X Geese. So if you're watching or listening, you won. Send Golfer Gal a private message on the THP forum with your full name and shipping address, and we'll get that right up back out to you. And answer this question for me when you do so. The forum name is Chasing X Geese. Does that mean chasing 10 geese? What about geese crossing? Like that's a crossing? Chasing geese cross? Chasing crossing geese? I don't know. The crossing no, sign? No, you're being ridiculous. Like you're, being ridic- you're being ridiculous. Come on. Street signs have X for crossing. I just want to know. Is it chasing 10 geese? Is it? Uh, yeah. I'm very curious about this. I, I'm very curious about a lot of screen names. I am too. Um, more THP or questions. We have two more. Okay. Um, what is one thing that we couldn't live without? What? And they said it can't be like your normal everyday stuff, like phone or something like that. So like in general, yeah. golf related no, or in, in general, life? In general, in life. Ooh. The, I mean, that's hard to say because it would be like situation dependent. No, it's not situation dependent. Well, it is. Your like, situations don't change that much. No, Let's but like honest. I'm saying like if it's my car, like 360 camera. I know that sounds... <laughs> That could not be more bougie than that. <laughs> I'm aware of that, but I'm just saying when I had to drive a rental car and I was like, wait a second, I can't see anything. 360 camera. I know I'm spoiled. I'm not going to deny that I'm not, but I have it. And I don't know that I could live without it. Um, but one thing in life in general that I couldn't live without chocolate. I'm going to go with chocolate. And you don't even eat a lot. A chocolate? Yeah. No, I mean, I have like probably one piece every day or every other day, but I feel like that's such like a typical girl answer. So I'm going to I'm going to cop out and say chocolate. I went back and forth on this with like 20 different things, and I genuinely could not think of anything. And and you said you can't say your phone because that would definitely be my answer for you. Yeah, my phone would be my answer because I'm constantly on it working. Um, I, I don't know. Canadian says he guarantees you'd give up chocolate for fantasy football. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. No. No. She'd she'd eat chocolate and watch football and not know who to root for. True. But yeah, I would probably if I'd probably have to say smartphone. Like yeah, I, I need everything at my fingertips. Um, Let's just say internet for you in general. Yeah, right? internet would probably be internet a, access of some kind. Yeah, when it's not working, I have major major problems. Yeah, I saw you on the plane when the internet wasn't working. That was not. It wasn't pretty. Yeah, it wasn't pretty at all. Um, final question from TH Peers. Wait a second. Frosted flakes better than chocolate? That's it's ridiculous. I, that was written by Parrot. Um, I know. He may have just lost his spot in the Morgan Cup. Yeah, like he used to be cool, but I, I don't know about that. My Gatorade's over here. <laughs> um, so the final question was a really interesting one. It said, in my opinion, who had the best marketing last year Ooh. for a product? And I went back and forth because there were a, a few of them I really, really liked. I kind of feel like this is a loaded question a little bit. Um, I don't know. It, maybe it is. Uh-huh. The, the, a lot of them jumped out at me, but the one I'll say that really jumped out at me was TaylorMade with Stealth. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pure marketing at its finest. It was a product that was different. It was visual. <laughs> and that is what I would say kind of did it. And it proved, I mean, they, they went to number one. Yeah. I um, wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing I at saw a comment. That, yeah. yeah. Not Wilson staff. Yeah. I would say that they could use some marketing help. And, you know, I, I tried on the, the podcast a couple weeks back. Like I, I'm going to go off on a tangent there. So 
that putter line for golf nerds like me, where you know who designed everything, that putter line was designed with the assistance of a brilliant club designer by the name of Clay Long. Clay Long's pedigree in golf is as long as just about anybody. The fact that it was never mentioned once until Clay Long himself posted it on Instagram is not only mind-blowing, it's as if Wilson didn't want anybody to know they had assistance, as if engineers didn't do it. Maybe it was it's the mysterious CAD monster oh, who just yes. came in and designed it on his own. Design they designed it. I gotta use my proper pronoun, they, because the CAD monster could be a female. Um, so uh there's been no messaging about anything about it, but it's a really good putter. We all have a full we had a preview up with talking about the story. We'll have a full review that James is working on. Um, and before I get to a couple more things, off course comes off tomorrow and Dan and James have a really good conversation about the PGA tour. Definitely worth choose, uh, tuning into for that. Um, it, it's a little more one-sided than where I usually am on the conversation, but it's really, really good. And Dan and James kind of explore the different angles of both Rory moving to number one and what the PGA tour is like now with a, I'll call it rival tour that has popped up. Right. We need to get hashtag CAD monster trending. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Verska, can we work on that? V golf man. Can, can we get CAD monster trending? That could be that. That would be a great Twitter name. CAD monster. If Verska needs a burner account, that is it. He control like uh Pat Reed's wife. CAD monster. <laughs> that Cad is, monster. I, I don't need royalties. You're welcome. Um, want to thank everybody who signed up for bark box for dogs like era who can't get them uh everybody loves bark box if you have a dog and aren't using bark box you're missing out a box arrives every month filled with awesome stuff i love the people posting pictures that have signed up on our forum of the stuff they're getting uh shout out to packers girl she posted one last month and uh their dog vader really uh really liked it but you get a box and if you sign up using our link you get a free month added www.barkbox.com forward slash THP golf. Uh, before we sign off next week, we're going to be live again. Yes. And Hope. hopefully you don't have the plague or whatever the hell you got going on over there. No, I think it's just like a little head cold. Like I really think I'm going to be okay, but yeah. I got to tell them the funny story of why we were like frantic when we signed on. Oh, okay. Go. So we weren't sure she was going to do the show with me and God help us all. If it's just me looking into a camera talking for, I don't know how long we've been on 30 minutes or so 45 minutes. Um, and she said, okay, I'm going to do it. I feel okay. I'm going to wet my hair down and make it at least so I can pull it back. And then I get a text <laughs> saying, help <laughs> the water won't turn off. I, th I think I said, we got a problem down here. <laughs> yeah. So apparently in our shower, it's got two dials. Yeah. Because there's two shower heads. Yeah, there's two shower heads. That sounds really bougie, too. And I don't mean it that way. No, it but actually, it's excessive. I don't know why we them, bought the house like Yeah, that. one of them works fine. The other one is on and would not turn off. No, we can get so the water to shut off. It, our little thing, you can actually turn it so the water's not just running. Yeah. But she was on the phone with a plumber trying to get them out there. Um, and it was a big mess. And that was all within the last 30 minutes leading up to the show. Yeah, I basically grabbed my tablet, ran upstairs, and then we hit live and then next week's i said we were going to be live but we're also going to give something away Ooh, i like that um we, we had jose and mike on mm -hmm. um and that turned into a colossal 
That was fantastic. Uh, it was a colossally awesome disaster. Wait, you guys, you have no idea. So I'm in the background, right? Because you can hear me talking and asking the questions. And Jose is sitting next to me. And then well, Yagley was and then Jose. And at first, I didn't realize that Jose was talking, typing from uh, Yagley's computer either. And then I read some of his comments. And then I started busting out laughing. And then Jose is next to me busting out laughing. And how they, they kept a straight face in front of us, I have no idea. But We're skilled, amazing people. It was hosts. hilarious. Um. But Jose made mention that we were going to give away a wedge consultation and then an LRB grinded wedge. LRB stands for Little Rat Bastard. For those that don't know, that's Jose's nickname. Been that way for a long time. Um, he will grind a wedge based on the conversation you have with him. I can honestly say I want that. I, I want to have a conversation with him and him grind a wedge for me. I know. But it's freaking awesome. Also, don't tell anybody we told you this, but their new wedges coming out are awesome. What? Yeah, new I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything else. But, um, they, uh, he will, will work out a, a system where you can log into uh, one of our video conferences. Jose will be there. You'll be able to chat with him for thirty minutes or so and design basically your own snakebite wedge, and he will grind it to whatever you need. He's a I don't want to call him a master grinder. That's, that sounds off, but he's really good at this. Also, the coolest thing we saw when we were out in California, uh-huh. Mike Yagley's car. Oh, I'm not oh, going to, I'm not going to say what it is. Cause I don't want to get no, in trouble. No, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mike Yagley's car is possibly the coolest thing I've ever seen. She purrs. Yeah. She, she purrs. Um, so for myself and Morgan, thank you guys for tuning in. If, those who are listening on audio this week, that'll be up in a little bit, but uh, you're going to want to join us on video coming up and make sure when we sign off, you like the video. And again, leave us a comment on the worst take. We had some bad ones, or at least I did. Yeah. And I, I just want to say one more thing. I just want to go back to the beginning and say thank you to everybody who has signed up for the Albatross Club. The amount of people who have paid it forward this year is like nothing I've ever seen before. And it's just beyond touching. So thank you guys very much. Sincerely. Before I, I say that, somebody said they wanted to do it anonymous, but I really want to call them out. Okay. Should I do that or should I not? I, I don't, probably not, but I don't know. Okay, who you're then I won't do it. Okay. Um, There was a person who paid it forward for a large number of people and they know who they are. And I just want to say thank you. Um, It helps us continue what we do. It helps a, an amazing organization and uh, they know who they are. So thank you for that. I think that's everything, right? So for myself and Morgan, have a good week, everybody. Tune into Off Course tomorrow, and uh, we'll have a fun one coming back next week. Thanks, everybody. THP Radio on the Hackers Paradise Podcast Network, your number one source for all things golf. Subscribe on iTunes to never miss an episode.